Hello, hello, fans. This is your host Enrique Caceres from the Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. This is a World Cup update, and right now, where we left off from last game was the Brazil versus Switzerland. The game ended one nothing. Brazil is the second team to qualify for the next round with for the for, for using the second round of the games uh, the Brazil and France were the first two to to make it to the knockout stage mathematically with the two games uh, that had passed and Brazil were quite good um, without Neymar they did present a few uh, minor tweaks adding in Fred putting Paqueta in the middle of the of the field uh, Fred holding next to Casemiro but at the end that didn't work out um, the team wasn't fluid enough I mean Brazil did create chances but also we need to understand Switzerland has a very good defense but Brazil never really were um, threatened as much as it should have done from Switzerland and Brazil get a goal from Casemiro, uh, a great strike, um, a minor deflection, but it was a good strike. A goal from unexpected person because they had made some subs in, and and Brazil has quality in the bench to just rotate, take out old, take out the starting forwards, put a three new three set forwards, and and they have good enough quality. And the uh, player you didn't expect the goal to come from, Casemiro, holding midfielder, he got the goal, and Brazil looked they they look good. I do wonder if they can, if they can be able. I think two, the two teams that played them have sat back on them, and so I wonder if any team that actually goes uh, and presses them earlier in the game and, and pushes the line forwards will trouble them. But again, they do have the ability to play a long ball through Vinicius to break that line. So we'll see. I think uh, Brazil still leaves a lot to in doubt, but also they're. Brazil finished they have the what has the advantage for them is that they can sub on and so sub on the same quality of players that are in the starting lineup that in the front line than the ones that are starting at the time and then we'll go to the next game Portugal versus Uruguay Portugal won two nothing with two goals from uh, Bruno Fernandes and uh, Bruno Bruno gets the goal um, from a PK and the last one, uh, last goal, and his uh, first goal was somewhat of a cross to Ronaldo, but it was, it was uh, then headed in onto it was on target as well. So it wasn't it. R- Ronaldo felt it was his, but it wasn't. It was Bruno's goal. Ronaldo barely touched the minor, minor touch, if anything. He t- I highly doubt he's just trying to claim it for more goals uh, for Portugal for breaking a record. And I think uh, Portugal look good. They look strong. I also feel that they are uh, they're lacking any cohesion going forward because Ronaldo is a detriment more to the team than anything, I believe. And they are looking for him all the time, but he does have better quality players around him. But he is not looking any better than the pa- past couple games. But when you have Bruno and Bernardo Silva and you have uh, Bruno D- uh, Ruben Diaz in the back, Pepe, um, qual- you have quality midfield from Ruben Neves. Um, it- it's it's a good squad all around and a great bench with Rafael Leao coming on. So 
Ronaldo can be covered enough and and it, and and he'll he'll find his way to get a goal or somehow find a way to get the win. I mean, and the coach is very pragmatic, so it's it's all depending on how Portugal uh, line up. But I do see them as a good team to go through. Uh, they also with these two wins they go through as well. And Uruguay left a lot to desire. I don't see the team clicking. I see an old regime with older players, Suarez, Godin, Cavani, older players. This might be their last World Cup with a blend of younger players that are just not connecting. This coach has is trying to please everyone at this point. And I think a game that he could have gone for and maybe played the Portuguese at a higher tempo, he didn't. Um... Uh, they were also probably left a bad taste in the mouth that they tied the first game thinking they should have won it. They did hit the post and the crossbar against Korea. So maybe that's also another thing where he's been pragmatic on. And But the team does not look good in my liking. I don't see. I, I think it's a locker room that's split with, within players as well. Older regime to younger regime. He can't. This blend is just not working. Uh, Darwin Nunez it doesn't have the right help up front, and and he's very young and raw. So it's only going to be time to tell where Uruguay goes. I don't see Uruguay beating uh, Ghana in the last round. So we'll see. And then we have the the groups Group A finished off today with Netherlands topping the group with um, Netherlands topping the group with Senegal. Netherlands win 2-0 against Qatar. But again, uh, Netherlands left a lot to desire, but they do have one player, Gakpo, who just can't stop scoring at this moment. That player is, is, is just unstoppable. And rumor has it that he's already signed for Manchester United in January. And it's, I mean, I would like to see him in the Premier League. I, I Sometimes you have to question the performances in the World Cup because the level is a little bit lower than the actual, in the club level. But you have to respect what's happening right now. Gakpo got the first goal and Frankie de Jong got the second one. And But Qatar is a very, very weak opponent. And again, we have to put emphasis on that. They're just a very weak opponent. And then the game that just ended uh, 2-1 by Senegal, Ecuador, and Senegal, Ecuador lost one. Ecuador lost. They just needed a tie. They just needed a tie or a win to go through, and Senegal really needed the win, and they went for it, and Ecuador left a lot of desire. They started so well in the tournament, playing a weaker side, Qatar, and then they played uh, Netherlands to a 1-1 draw, but then... They, they were not up for this game. Um, they were very nervous. Um, a few tactical changes, but I think that did affect them. But also, they just weren't up for the fight, uh, Ecuador. They didn't tackle. They didn't run as hard. They didn't, uh, they didn't have the same intensity and commitment as the African players had. They were pressing higher up the field. They were winning the duels, and, and Ecuador lacked that 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 final bite in the game um they were able to to level it 1-1 um but then in the minute later they let they conceded another goal and led to 2-1 so it's it, it lack of focus lack of composure lack of concentration for Ecuador very very disappointing they left a lot too they started so well and ended so poorly 
um, the highs and lows of this tournament can really affect you. But Ecuador has a young squad. We'll see how they go in the next uh, qualifiers. But wondering from where, from this now, we have to, we'll preview, we'll, we'll talk about after the, tomorrow we'll talk about Wales and England and Iran versus US, which will be two good games. Um, thank you all for listening. This is your host, Enrique Caceres from the Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Please rate and subscribe for the podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye.